0: Good morning out there. This is uh, May the 11th, 2023. Welcome into the radio broadcast of Mornings with Box 2 Radio. This is a joy to be with you all as it is every weekday morning from 7 to 9 a.m. Central Time here on the Box 2 Radio Network, which can be found on 91.5 Litchfield, Hardensburg, or 98.3 Owensboro, Kentucky, or 91.1 Highsville, Glasgow area. we love for you to listen in. Also, we have our new app available If you got the old one, it's still working for a little while, but the new one, you go to your app store, whether that's Android or Apple, and you can type in Tithely, T I T H E period, L-Y, church app. And then once you download the Tithely church app, then you will just search for the Box2 network, push the button, change the icon, and you're good to go. And it's a much, in our opinion, um, a much better app than the previous one. There's a lot more engagement, a lot more resources. You got a Bible on there. You got your prayer wall. You got all the podcasts that's going to be there. Um, we're doing our best to update, keep those updated the best we possibly can, and we'll be adding a couple more as we keep moving forward. And then, as well, the events page, which kind of keep, keeps you up to date everything going on in the community, especially in the church world. If you have anything you'd like us to put on our event page, please just let us know. Um, and when you send that email to Studio One, that's get Studio One at Box2Radio.com, you can send an email there. And if you send an email with the information, if you have a flyer or a graphic that goes with it, let us have that. And we can put that on the event page as well. And um, it's a great tool to serve the community so that everybody can be, um, I mean, how many times do we sit there and go, oh, I forgot what the dates for that is. Well, now you can go to the Box2 app. And if it's something we're announcing, it's going to be right there. And we want to be able to serve the community the best we can with our events page. And so excited for that. And, of course, you can listen live to the Box2Radio network via the Box2 app or via Box2Radio.com. There's a live listen live link there, too. And as always, we're um, just gradually making improvements step by step into the streaming and eventually, within the next week or so, we will actually upgrade our whole streaming behind-the-scenes system and um, try to get that running fluently and smoothly. And you shall hear—you should hear a actual. I don't want to say tangible is not a great word because tangible means you can touch it, but it will be a um, a real difference that you will notice. We'll just put it like that in the streaming quality of the app. So we're very excited that all of Uh, all the happenings by God's grace that's going on here at the Box 2 Radio Network. And we're just going to keep climbing this mountain and seeking the Lord's will and doing whatever we can to please Him and to be uh, the best for the body of Christ that we can possibly be and serve you all in whatever way that the Lord asks us to. Amen. Well, it's Thursday, and Brother Greg's on with us. Brother Greg, how are you doing? I'm doing just fine. Doing just fine, Brother Ron. That's what Roger used to say mm-hmm. all the time. He even had a coffee cup and a t-shirt. And so <clears throat> we went out to a restaurant yesterday and the crew went out and ate uh some of the crew went out and ate lunch together and uh we took Roger. It was not by choice he was here so we <laughs> couldn't say no. And that was uh Roger's idea. <laughs> <laughs> and so I took to the restaurant and they made they said now next time make sure he's not with you. And I said I'll try, but he just keeps following us around. <laughs> we don't know what to do. <laughs> uh <laughs> <laughs> and so we love Roger around here and you're gonna get some more calls. About I Roger. I'm telling you what, now Hannah's my witness. She's here she's here every day with us now. Am I wrong? Like everybody sees me pick on Roger, but nobody ever sees Roger picking on me.
1: No, Roger Roger picks. Hey, but her. the
2: thing about it is, see, Roger's been at it a while. That's true. He knows how to do it right. So everybody look, Aaron's so mean to me, right? He's very Except, sneaky about yeah. it when nobody else is yeah. around. You know yeah.
1: Sure. Yeah. He's got, he's, he's got it. He's got
2: it figured out. He knows how to
0: win people's support. He should He should almost look into politics. Um, right. <laughs> and so we do have a guest this morning. Speaking of politics, we have Richard Heath's going to be on with us today. I do believe he is running for the Department of Agriculture. He mm-hmm. has been a state representative. Um, and so am I correct about that, Hannah? Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. And um, and so excited to have a conversation with him at 8.30. Got a lot of good Bible questions from 7.30 to 8.30 today. Uh, we're going to talk about worship songs a little bit. There was a question about that. We're going to revisit the issue or the the question of the blasphemy of the Holy Spirit. We're going to get to that one again today. And then there is some runoff questions from yesterday's about reverence and honor. And um, enjoyed that conversation. And uh, now, I again, we're... I want to stress some things when we revisit that that I didn't mean by it and things I did mean by it And so, um, we'll we'll see what we can get to by the grace of God, but very excited about all that Again, just a quick rundown of a couple announcements. We have man up may 25th cross point 630 p.m We have coffee with jesus may 20th four o'clock p.m At abundant life uh, old victory height for those who don't know where that's at or For the most common phrase the church behind taco bell on the hill and um and so, that's a va- that's going to be May the 20th, 4 o'clock. We have Bethel Christian Academy graduation here. at 6 o'clock on Friday the 19th. Very excited to celebrate those seniors. And I don't know when graduation is for Grayson and Brett County. Not sure. I'm not for sure of those either.
2: Graduation night. Uh,
0: Well, it used to be on Sunday. And then I think it went to a Friday. And I don't even know what day it is on now. So, um, I guess if anybody has information on that, we would be gladly to get those for families that have um uncle, nieces or nephews that are graduating that wants to know um I don't have the information for that, but if somebody can get me that I'll be gladly I will gladly announce it on the air for you guys and then our girls from Bethel Christian Academy seventh grade and up is going to be heading over and they're having a tea today. I still don't know what you do at a tea but <laughs> I hear there's food, and that would be all that matters to me. Um, And my favorite thing about a tea is I'm pretty sure that you get to dress up, and you get to stick your pinky out when you drink, and it's a very formal event, and you must say cheerio instead of thank you.
1: We are having tea at the tea. You are having tea? Is it hot
0: tea or sweet tea? No, sweet tea. I love sweet tea.
1: This is the South. This is my
0: kind of South. That's my South tea, all right? So do you have to stick your pinky out when you drink sweet tea? I don't know because sometimes I've drink sweet tea and my eyes roll back in my head because it's so sweet. <laughs> so I don't know about my pinky sticking out. I don't, think, I don't out.
1: think we'll enforce the pinky rule.
0: Uh, you should enforce a pinky rule.
1: <laughs> Charlie bit my finger.
0: All right, uh, <laughs> all right. Anyways, gotta move on. I can't get hung up again. Uh, I got hung up on food yesterday, and um, well, we didn't. We I meant to finish John eight, and we didn't finish John eight. I only got a few we verses, did. and then we'll move into John nine. Which
1: announcement <clears> are you? Man up. You announced man up. Coffee with Jesus.
0: Then a healing conference in Owensboro's this weekend, Friday night and Saturday as well. You can go onto the page and find more information concerning that. And, um, and of I course, have special you have a you have one that's coming up in June, and you can you can do that one, Hannah.
1: I'm super excited about this one. So I have never been a part of hosting a women's conference, but this is something that um, kind of came up at the last coffee with Jesus. We were praying and the lord um kind of started talking to me about like vulnerability and um not getting in a hurry with his presence um, and so all of that, there was a few of us who all felt the same thing, like we were feeling led towards a women's conference. Um, and then we have, had already asked Megan Fortner to come down um, and be a speaker at Coffee with Jesus. Um, but we also have a women's ministry here at uh, Bethel called the Arrow Ministry, a rising remnant of witnesses. We're still trying to, we, we think it should be women, but. <laughs> um, name but, change. Yeah, name change. Well, I guess we could change it. I mean. Um, I think Megan likes the idea too Megan Sosh um, but anyways so Megan Fortner has been on with us on the radio many of you have probably heard her before and she's just a fireball her ministry is called Fi- Faith and Fire Ministries and she is just so passionate about empowering women and um, raising up women to fight the the fight of faith the right way in prayer and with the word of god and speaking the truth um and so we're just super excited we're um on what's going to happen we're expecting a lot of healings deliverance um and just empowering um and so that's going to be june 9th through 10th um arrow and coffee with jesus are kind of partnering up to host this um and then megan is going to actually be with us the whole weekend so she'll be with us on friday we're going to start at 6 p.m and then saturday we're going to start at 4 p.m and this will be at bethel um here at bethel most of you know where that is but we'll post the address as well um south highway 259 um so yeah we're super excited about megan coming and she feels like family already um she I love how she comments and encouraging things on so many people's facebooks without even she's never you know met us before but basically anyone who interacts with her follows her i guess through listening to her on our radio uh, broadcast. She interacts with people, she encourages. She always is asking, "How can I pray for you?" She she even got my number and started texting me like encouraging scriptures and she's just very intentional. So we're we're super excited for her to be here. Um and if you're a lady listening right now, I encourage you to invite some more ladies and this is going to be a powerful time. This isn't just going to be cute cupcakes and a sermon and we leave. Like this is going to be meeting with Jesus, um, praying. If you're hungry, you're going to come and get filled. We're going to stay and pray with you. We're going to weep with those who are weeping, rejoice with those who are rejoicing, and we're going to do this thing. <laughs> we're going to do it together, and we're expecting healing. So Amen. We're excited.
2: I'm excited. I'm,
1: <laughs> can I go? Yeah. You know how to do said, sound? I said, we're well, They're making me air. come.
0: Yeah. The, they never let me go to anything yeah. until they need me. And then I gotta go. That sounds very powerful. Actually. It's gonna be awesome.
2: You know, it's that's uh, amazing. I like to hear it. You
0: know, how many times I have tried to go and help out a well a women's thing because I was well I was kind of selfish and wanted the food. But here we go now. <laughs> now now I was told I have to be at this one um, to run sound. So I don't know how I feel about this. Just being, My emotions are just being thrown everywhere. Well,
2: <laughs> Sometimes yeah. I feel included and sometimes I feel excluded. Well, the thing about it is Jesus sounds like it's the main focus. So whether you're working sound, cleaning the floor, if you're there and it goes the way it sounds to me, some, you're going to feel something. Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: It's going to be great. It is going to be awesome. And so excited for that. Again, that's June the 9th and the 10th. And seven, is it six o'clock? the Six
1: o'clock the first night and then four o'clock the next. Yes.
0: So be really good stuff. Excited for that. Put that in your calendars. Make plans to attend now. And um, I don't think you'll regret it one bit. Joining up with this amazing group of women that's just hungry for the Lord. Amen. So again, June 9th and 10th, we'll be announcing that quite a bit until the time. And very excited for that. And very excited for the girls to have their tea today and very excited for to see what Greg is going to say today as well. You always have a lot of good things to say, Greg. We've Uh, been enjoying you and had Beyond. And so uh, excited to get in some Bible discussion here.
1: I know with all of this teeth stuff I was like, man, am I going to be able to make the broadcast this morning cuz I just felt like we have so much to do and I didn't want to miss it but Jamie was like, I think I think they'd be okay. They have Greg on and he's normally he talks, to, you know, he has some good things to say and yeah, I was like Yeah, they don't
2: ever shut up.
1: <laughs> no, it just surprised me. It didn't surprise me. What they me. say she about me. That, but uh right. I I just like to see the growth because I feel like when like I feel like maybe you're a little bit nervous the first time that you came on, but oh, like yeah, the more that you're on here, you just have more and more things to say. Yeah, good things.
0: No, well, let me
2: just—I was really nervous.
1: First. <laughs> let me
0: just say this: this is this is how Roger picks. We was at lunch yesterday, and we were talking about a um in like an internal ministry to Bethel, and you know, kind of the what's going on in the future and all that kind of stuff. And so we were talking quite a bit. And Roger looks at me and goes, you just never shut up, do you? He said, I can't even eat in private. I can't even eat in silence, can I? I said, Roger, I was talking. He said, I know. You talk all the time. You just talk and you talk and then you talk some more. And I'm just thinking in my head head then, I said, well, I talk like you eat then, Roger. And you just eat and then you eat and then you eat some more. And see, these are the kind of stuff that nobody else sees. But, see, I just want everybody to know, Roger really does pick on me. For those who yeah, don't think that he doesn't.
1: We were, he was talking about some things, and we were, and I think I said, well, if there's any way we can lighten the load, Pastor Aaron, just, you know, let us know ways we can help. And then I think Roger said, there ain't no helping him. <laughs> he said there ain't no helping him.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I don't even know what I did to him. All right. Well, we are in John chapter eight. <clears throat> and, um. Really, we we've pretty much covered this. I think I just want to read the last couple of verses. We've already covered it, but um then said the Jews unto him, Thou art not yet fifty years old, and hast said thou before Abraham. Thou hast seen Abraham. Jesus said unto them, Verily, verily I say unto you, before Abraham was, I am. Then they took up stones to cast at him, but Jesus hid himself and went of the temple, going through the midst of them, and so passed by. So again, um, there
2: he is. There's there. totally God and totally man right there. Yep. You know, uh, I heard you talking about you know for him to, I don't know if he just disappeared or if he just blinded their eyes as he walked through the crowd. Either yes. way, you know, uh, he hid him. He hid himself. Yep. I don't think he was hiding behind, you know, statues and kind of going from one statue to the other, whatever the temple, I don't, I don't, you know. He's probably I, not playing hide and seek. I don't think so. I think he walked right through the middle of them and he caused them not to see. Him. And, uh, yeah, that's yeah. totally good, Yeah, and I
0: think, though, I think to 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 a sense, I think he can do that as well in our lives as well. And I think that there's probably times that the enemy thought he had us or— something's going on and the Lord just hides hides us in his shadow he hides us in his protection and um and I think that this was this was amazing because again the people are continuing to get upset because when he says before Abraham was I am he's not just messing with their minds now he's messing with their religious system because everything they're doing is banking upon being sons of Abraham and to them Ab there's not much better than Abraham Like, Abraham is their lineage. Abraham is their father. Abraham is the one they come from. And then Jesus says, I'm greater than Abraham. And Jesus is saying, before Abraham was, I am. And there's like, you're not even 50 yet. And you're saying that you saw Abraham? Impossible. And he's saying, look, guys, I'm telling you the truth. Before Abraham even was, I existed. I'm greater. I'm older. I am better than Abraham. And you can't see that. And they got mad because Religiosity hates hates when truth. you mess with the system and when you when you speak truth, when you reveal and expose what it's really doing. I would say the spirit of religion and that spiritual influence behind the religious system is the vilest, sickest, meanest spirit there is. And a a lot of the wars fought in the world are over religion. A lot of the money, a lot of the greed, everything is coming from religiosity. Over and over we see where religion is a key player. And extremism, I mean, you look at extremism in America, I mean, the world today, if you look at Islamic extremism, um, Hindu extremism, what's it all about? Religion. It's all about religion. And they're doing that because they hate us, because their religion tells us, tells them to hate us. And, for example, like a lot of the Islamic extremists, they hate us because to us, to them, we're the great Satan, where and Israel's a little Satan. And so, why? Because of religious hatred, religious systems, religious um, issues. And this is what Jesus is just smacking in the face. And that spiritual um, divisiveness, spiritual hatred behind all these is coming up. So it's actually exposing itself. And they're picking up stones to kill him. I mean, they're about to kill the Son of God. And he just disappears in the midst.
2: Well... One thing that I see here also that we can take away from our everyday, personally, one-on-one with Christ here, is that if we become uh, full of ourselves, then he will hide himself from us. And it's really not him hiding himself, it's us being blinded by our own pride, our own... uh, I don't know what you call it when you think so much of yourself—high-mindedness or whatever, self-righteousness. You know, self-righteous, you know yep. they, and these things, and you know, uh, you know, some people they've they've come from a long way, and uh, and it goes to their head. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, maybe they they didn't have a good start. You know what else? And now they're running. You know, they've got they've got a good job, they've got uh, a good title at work, and they've got all these things. You know, and, and when they come from nothing, now they and they and they they look at it as they did it themselves. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Sure. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it's these people here in that can be in that. I uh, uh, say these people. It's these kind of mindsets that can blind you from Christ, and I believe that's how he uh, hides himself in our own self righteousness. Sure. Because uh, uh, was it say you know. In the last days, he's talking about the will help you believe a lie, even.
1: Mm-hmm. So
2: if he's helping you believe a lie, that's him hiding himself. Mm-hmm. You know, because if you believe in something other than a truth, he is truth. Yep. Anything instead of Christ is now, Antichrist.
0: Now, I love this because we're going to flip to John chapter 9. And I, I think we missed this because a lot of times when we read our scripture from an American modern day or even a modernized, I guess modernized would be a better word, um, version of the scripture where we have chapter and verses, which didn't happen till, you know, within the last thousand years for sure. Yeah, It was not written with chapter and verses. Like Paul didn't sit there and say, well, this is chapter 4 verse 13. Yeah. This is going to be
2: Paul chapter <laughs> 1.
0: <laughs> That's not how he wrote. He just wrote a letter. Yeah. So when we have these gospels, they weren't wrote with chapter and verses. Yeah. So when Jesus was passing by the people trying to kill him, Verse 9, chapter nine starts. And as Jesus passed by, he saw a man who was blind from his birth. So I, mm-hmm. I love this because we miss it. It's like yeah, he's passing think, by the people. that's going to stone him. But even in his passing by, he still sees somebody
2: else. Yeah. See, and, and that's, 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 uh, that's a good one there. I mean, because you would go to the next chapter. Okay. Now here he is at this, but it's, 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 it's just not carrying through. He just passed by the crowds going to stone him. Yep. And while he's doing that, Here's this man
0: laying here. So somehow the stone, I don't want to say the stoners, that's bad. Um, <laughs> uh, The people who stoneth, uh, <laughs> they couldn't see him. Yeah, They could not see him. But yet mm. the blind man could, in essence. Like the blind man didn't miss him because he went to the blind man. But he's able to pass by. And I think that is strategic because if he walks into the room, there may be some people in the room who miss him and some people in the room who receive him. This
2: is a and man. This is very powerful here. Uh, this chapter nine. I can't wait till we get started on it. Then what this this blind man.
0: Yeah. And so we have a blind man. And what we know in verse one is he has been blind from his birth. Um, we don't have, I don't know, I don't think we're, i just making sure, I don't think we're ever given a name of this blind man. We just know him as the blind the man. blind man, yep. And he was, he was blind from birth. Jesus passed by the, the people who were stoning, and yet Jesus saw him, even in the passing by. So however Jesus was passing by, in the midst of this, he still saw the blind man, and his disciple asked him, saying, Master, who did sin, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? So now we have this indication, though, That even though the ones who were trying to stone him, like, that he got away from them. But in the midst of getting away from them, his disciples were still talking to him. So I really love this whole scene. Like, I think we've skipped over this whole scene. But this whole scene's feeling, the more you dive into it, more supernatural. Because, all right, so say, say this was even a natural thing. Say he has no spiritual, there's no supernatural getting away. He just, they surround him and move him out. So let's just go there for a minute. If it is natural, he still stops in the midst of trying to escape people who's trying to kill him so he can minister to a blind man. He has no fear. Like if, if Greg was in a foreign country and they were going to kill him and the people he's with hides him in the middle to get him out of there, what's the last thing you're probably going to do? Stop and talk to somebody correct I mean
2: well you never know I mean, you, you never, never know interesting guy there,
0: you but know, on little. on the average you just keep pushing them out oh yeah yeah that's Saint Jesus get out of there. Yeah. he stops yeah. and his disciples ask him saying master who did sin this man his parents that he was born
2: blind and and right there I just want to oh, yeah. go any farther. you can hang your hat right there this shows the ignorance of religion mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying to think that that, you know, this man was cursed from birth because of somebody else, which, you know, I guess that could go one way or the other, uh, you know, with our uh, uh, choices we make with our bodies, and then we have children with issues, you know what I'm saying, there is that, but I think... I just can't wait to get in. Let's let's just let's get continue on this thing because I I really want to talk. Well, about I do want to say this is that, a very powerful
0: yeah, idea. I I do think we need to just hit this a little bit harder though because yeah. I think that so often we see people in sin mm-hmm. or we see people with these things and we do have that thought process of who sinned, who sinned, who did yeah. this, who caused this, did you do something? And I think we have to be cautious that now I want to say there is sometimes sin does cause it. We see that in scripture
2: Yeah, we have you know, we The Lord loves us, you know Uh, and just like we love our children and uh, If our children goes out and does something the consequences of that something we can't control you you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that God God can control whatever he, he He's in full control, but what I'm saying is, you know, we can be forgiven, but that doesn't change the circumstances that the consequences brings. Now, the what does change is our outlook on those circumstances, with through the peace of of Christ or the healing or whatever that may be, but still yet the sometimes you know we have to. Uh, uh deal with the consequences of our actions.
0: Sometimes we do. Yeah. Um the sin may be forgiven, but there mm-hmm. may still be consequences. And um yeah. And I, I we can't hold that against God because there's yeah. a natural course to this world. Yeah. Because how the miracles define is when natural course is interrupted. Yeah. And so if there's a consequence to a sin and there's interaction and it's prevented, that
2: would be a miracle. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's not prevented because god's not sometimes the best uh you know you have forgiveness you're made clean inside but that's part of the process these consequences you know is uh, part of the uh part of the process of sanctification
0: sometimes it is and it's not easy it
2: hurts it's yeah. not it's, it's not like you know, oh this is great this is fun oh yeah i love this being burned <laughs> out of me right now this is really yeah. feels great <laughs> yeah no <laughs> yeah <laughs> but whatever it's all said and done you're so thankful. You know, you look back on whatever that was, and it was so terrible at the time. But then you look back on it, and you look how much healing you had from that. How much it, how de- much it strength, developed you. Yeah, how yeah, much strength growth. you gained yeah, from that. Yeah. From that at the time thought it was just going to crush
0: you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that, I think sometimes we forget the things the enemy wants to define us really develop us. And I, I say it like this sometimes. Sometimes the thing he thought was going to be his best weapon becomes his worst weapon because he yep. creates something he didn't mean to.
2: And mm-hmm. um, when Jesus told the uh, man to take up his bed and walk, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people, they they think, you know, well, why would he want to carry that around? He's been bound to it. Well, you carry it to show people what the Lord's done for you, you mm-hmm. know. So We Amen. had a discussion in a Bible study. Oh, yeah. That wasn't just mine. That was a group thing. But so <laughs> I just did give credit where credit's due. You know? Oh, that's
0: good. Yeah. And um, let's do one more verse, and we may finish this little portion of text up after the break still. But Jesus answer said, neither man had, neither man, neither had this man sinned nor his parents, but this is that the works of God should be made manifest in him. I must work the works of him that sent me while it is day and the night cometh while no man can work. As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. Wow. So,
2: now, how much time we got here? Well, uh,
0: let's do this. Let's take a break, yeah, and then we're going to come back and finish mm-hmm. this portion of text. Um, and we'll read our first trivia question and get that out there. But it's good stuff, and and I don't want to leave that hanging. So... It's kind of like this draw to say, hey, stay tuned because we're going to we're going to have some fun stuff happen here because okay. um, that's that's rich. It's a rich scripture. Uh, Thursday, question number one, sponsored by the Sicilian Bank. What did Elisha do to make an axe head float to the surface of the water? And no, he did not put flex seal on it. Um, what did Elisha do to make an axe head float to the surface of the water? Two, seven, zero, two, five, seven, two, six, eight, nine. We'll be right back here after the break with more of John chapter 9 here on Mornings of Box 2 Radio on the Box 2 Radio Network. Welcome back in on this May the 11th, 2023 edition of Mornings of Box 2 Radio. We still don't have a question. I mean, answer yet for that first trivia question. So here we go. We'll do it one more time. What did Elisha do to make an axe head float or, as Brother Greg said, swim to the surface of the water? And um, 270-257-2689 is that number to call. So if you have an answer, you can call and get your name in for the drawing that's going to happen tomorrow. All righty. Well, again, we have uh, Richard Heath on at 830, 830 this morning. Uh, he is running for the commissioner of the Department of Agriculture in the state of Kentucky. And we're going to um, have a conversation with him, What he, his platform, what he's running on, his hopes, um, what he would do if he got that office. And just excited to have that interview to give the information out there to our listeners. And because I think if I understood Mr. Tim correctly, you can go to the courthouse today and vote. You can our primary starts today. Um, of course, the real primary election, like what I call the real one, I don't know. The one that's the normal, you know, on the day voting will be this Tuesday coming up here in the state of Kentucky for the primary, which we are, um, this is a bigger one because there is a election for the primary election for the governorship in the state of Kentucky. And um, we'll see who's going to challenge um, Governor Bashir this year in the state of Kentucky for the election. So again, that is Tuesday's election day for the primary here in the state of Kentucky. So don't forget about that. Make plans to vote. It's important to vote. Um, I don't get caught up in politics as much as I used to, but I still do understand the importance of voting and the right that it is and the privilege it is to vote. Amen. We are going to revisit chapter nine, eight. I mean, chapter nine. Jesus answered, neither had this man sin nor his parents, but that the works of God should be manifested in him. I must work the works of him that sent me while it is day, the night cometh that no man when no man can work, as long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. Now, Brother Greg, I wanted to call you Pastor Greg. I almost called you Pastor Greg. No, no. Is that prophetic? <laughs> no, no. That's not prophetic? No. no okay.
2: No. Um, do you, you you preach though, right? You you no. preached? You haven't preached before? Uh I mean, well, if you ask my wife, I preach all the time. But no, I'm not No, I'm not a preacher. Well, speaking of your wife, can I say one thing
0: before you take off on yeah. this? Your lights look really good. I well, saw the picture on Facebook.
2: That was a good husband. Well, thank you very much. You Do you know, get brownie points for that? Uh, always. <laughs> always. What lights? I, uh, I put lights on a porch. Uh, oh, like string one, lights? No. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> so I'd, whenever we built the, the porch... I had installed some small LED lights, which were awesome, but they didn't last. You know, they they didn't last probably I don't know, maybe a year, and then one, and then the other, and then finally they all just went out. Mm-hmm. Well, I've got to confess, my wife has been on me to do these lights for some time now but I tell her she don't have to remind me every six months I'll get them well <laughs> six months finally got here and we got some lights. so I there's a backstory right there so yeah I'm the good man right now but I haven't been for the last forever she's been telling me to put them lights up so well, well, they look good yeah they so look good I'll just do a little confession here you know, well, we'll just But, forget but the hey, past. I'll take I'll take it you know I'm not bound by my past the yeah. lights are up right yeah so there we go well I just wanted to give you credit I mean <laughs> yeah they yeah. looked really good yeah I, I was pretty pleased with them they uh it did it turned out pretty great thank you very much but hey uh,
1: i think you're a preacher wherever you go though
2: yeah yeah we're called to uh and i'm just i'm just uh in myself coming to that realization uh, of this you know because uh, uh just in my growth you know uh now i mean i'm not going to turn the lord down if he says to go do i'm gonna go do but as far as i know my calling is something totally different and uh you know, and I feel like he's he showed me, you know, what what he wants me to do. And that's what I do. So and, uh, uh, you know, I've told people I'm just a water boy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I give water to those that are thirsty. So I, uh, awesome. uh, anyways, uh, so on this right here, if you if we can get yeah, what's going on. Uh, Jesus answered, neither has this man sinned nor his parents, mm-hmm. but that the works of God should be made manifest in him uh you know we go through we go through some things in life you know what i'm saying that uh yeah they might be self-inflicted and sometimes they ain't some things sometimes things happen to people that shouldn't happen to people you know what I'm saying sure. it's outside of their control, yes uh but the Lord can use that uh that's a that's a hard thing, you mm-hmm. know, especially for those that's there and I know there's people out there hearing these words that I'm saying and knows and their what what's going on, and what I'm talking about here as awful as that was, that was not for nothing mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was not for nothing. Uh, Let the Lord heal you. And through your healing, share that healing with others. And tell him, you know, uh, just seek him. And let him work the process. And in the process, share that process with others so that they too can be healed. Because you didn't bring this on yourself. You know, just like, Jesus died for us he paid the price for us you know we're we're gonna go through some things he look what he did for us you know and he didn't have to you know he didn't bring it on himself either but he gave himself Mm -hmm. and and for us and I just know that there's there's people out there that carries a past and it outside of their control and it wasn't for nothing You know, don't be bound by that. You know, seek healing from the Lord and share that healing. Mm
3: -hmm. Yes.
0: Um, A few months ago, I preached a message, and um, I don't title my messages because I'm not that good, uh, not that smart. But this one was don't waste the pain. Don't ever waste the pain because sometimes the pain that's in your life is the very thing that God's using to purify you by as gold refined by the fire. And everything the enemy thought he was throwing at you is not a waste because God will use it for his glory and God will use it for your perfection and your perfecting and your maturity. And sometimes we we toss it aside but yet instead of letting it I We said this a minute ago. Instead of letting it define you, let it develop you. And let it develop you into the man or woman of God that you're supposed to be. And, um, you know, just recently when me and my wife walked through what we walked through with the um, tube exploding, with the miscarriage, losing the baby, Heather almost, you know, honestly almost dying unless it was a supernatural intervention of God um, in that season we've we were you're devastated you're worried but at the at the same time it's there's a peace because you know he's with you and how does that develop is because he's been with you before yeah and past things are starting to develop you and you start to see you know if he's been here before he'll do it again and if he did it for Greg, he'll do it for Hannah. And if he did it for Hannah, he'll do it for Aaron. If he did it for Hannah, Aaron, he'll do it for Mariah. Why? Because he's faithful and he's good and he never wastes a situation. He'll use it for his glory and he'll use it for your development. Why does he use it for your development? Because so the next time life throws you a curveball, you can walk in faith even in a greater measure and more peace and more rest. And he's getting these things off of you. And, and really... We want the fruit of the Spirit just to be popped in supernaturally. But what I have found is the fruit of the Spirit is actually cultivated by walking with Him even through the hard times. And we want them just to—we want to get saved, and then they just pop in there. But that's—I don't know about you all, but I've never seen that. I see the fruit of the Spirit in my life being developed. And I see the Holy Spirit's evidence— of developing them, and I see where situations that I have to go through are the very tools and avenue that he's using to actually develop the fruit in my life. Um, and I don't know if that's the way you all see it in your own, but that's how I've seen it in mine.
2: Yeah, it's, you know, these things, uh, they can, I mean, they can just weigh you down your whole life, or you can stand on mm-hmm. You know, it's, uh, it's, it's, you know, like the, when Peter was in the ship and Jesus was on the water, mm-hmm. Peter said, If it be Thou, Lord, bid me to come. And Peter walked on the water, the very thing that was that they thought was going to kill him. that they was all afraid of. He walked on it. And in the very instant, he took his eyes off of the Lord and focused on the storm. The storm began to overtake him. Yeah. And that's what the enemy wants us <coughs> to do. He wants us to focus on these things and just focus and and relive over and over these things you know and and let them overtake us you know let them uh consume us that's let seek the lord and allow allow the lord to come in and use that Mm -hmm. you know i uh, allow him to use that to strengthen you that where you can stand on that instead of it weighing on you you can be under your feet and you can stand on that and then while you're standing on that you can show others look this was on top of me look what I'm standing on now and it mm, pull pull your brothers or sisters out Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yes Hannah
1: I just love how he, he mentions that this isn't from sin neither has this man sinned or his parents that but this is the work of God that it should be manifest in him like we, I think sometimes we have to stop looking at the thing that's happening and and the pain that we're going through and start looking to the Lord um, and and if you don't know the Lord and you've been going through things um, I just invite you to get to know him call out to him start because he, he th- this is a hard thing to say i mean this is a hard scripture very hard scripture um because bad things happen all the time to really good people um and that's one of the most common things that people will ask well if your god is so great then why does he let things bad things happen to people
2: well i would answer it this way uh, if there was no evil in the world how would we know what good is if there was no good in the world how would we know what evil is if one doesn't exist neither one of them exists unfortunately that's just the truth of it because Mm -hmm. if if there was no evil or if there if there was no evil and how could you experience love if there was no hate you understand what i'm saying so if 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 you don't if one is not present then the other one doesn't exist does that make sense because if 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 you if say say everything was just full of love and and there Mm -hmm. was no evil anywhere you have no concept of that so how true would that love be Mm -hmm. how true would it be if you didn't you know if you never suffered uh uh how true would would the love be yeah Uh, you know so to have one without the other, neither one of them exists. Well, I unfortunately, that's just that's a hard saying, but
0: now, do we have do you all want to go really deep with this thought pattern for a minute? Yes, sir. Goodness can self exist, evil can't because evil is only existing because goodness first existed. Exactly, evil's not something of itself, like, evil was never created. People say, well, who created evil? Nobody. Well,
2: because
0: uh, evil was chosen. All evil is, all yeah. sin is, is disobedience to God's word. Yeah. yeah, It was a choice. It was never a created, like, it was never a created principle. It was never a created system. It was disobedient to God's voice. Yeah. You cannot have evil outside of goodness. Yeah. And so evil can't self-exist. Goodness can self-exist. Yeah, because there's God. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he's love. And he's self-existent. And he's self-existent, yes. Yeah. And I so yeah. I think we have to think rightly on evil and, and start to think rightly on sin mm-hmm. to understand really what's going on here. Because sin is not as powerful as God. Amen. And sometimes we treat it as it is. Oh, yeah. But it's not. Yeah. And the yeah. reason it's not as powerful is it's actually dependent upon God to exist and people don't really think about this these are very deep yeah. these these are yeah. like these things are the stuff that hurts our head and we ignore it because we
2: because <laughs> our head hurts
0: yes and <laughs> but really if you if you really start to ponder yeah. this and Aaron you say Aaron why is that significant well i think it's significant because i i think we start to put everything in its proper order then yeah mm-hmm. god did not create evil god allows evil to exist because in that choices in that method um he has given us free will he has given us ability to choose what we do. Mm-hmm. Something the the angels in them they do have the ability to choose, but they have no ability for redemption. So once they chose, they chose. Yeah. And he's shown his goodness through us. It's we were actually a part of uh, our creation was that he could show his kindness and grace through us. Something he can't do through angels.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And and so.
1: That's what I was about to say. Is the very fact that we are alive. And the very fact that we exist is out of his grace and kindness. Evil comes along with it. But if he eradicated the evil, then we wouldn't be here. Yeah,
0: it's and and there's going to come a day where we'll be at a place to where evil doesn't exist. Because the the choice to sin, there will be no more sin.
2: Well, and and going in this deeper, I believe that it's uh, the reason that it's here is so that we. Can experience his love because god is love yes the only way to experience his love is you have to have something to compare it to Mm -hmm. you see what i'm saying so uh we did not create evil we are you know what i'm saying i I, I mean sin we fail or what have you but god created everything Mm -hmm. everything has a purpose it's a check and a balance for his perfect plan Mm-hmm. This is the way I look at. It. Not I'm not saying there's nothing evil in God at all, whatever. But in order for His plan to be to be carried out, it was part of it. Yes, it has to be part of sure. it. It's, he did Satan didn't fall on uh, like you what? And oh, it caught off guard, off guard. Oh man, I yeah. thought you was gonna be the good one. <laughs> Boy, yeah. was I wrong? No. You he know had know a lamb saying?
0: slain before the foundation of the world. For, yeah,
2: before the foundation of the world, it was in His plan. Yes, it so, was. I mean, it, you know what I'm saying. It, it, they have to. You have to have mm-hmm. them both. Yeah. In order for us. Now, I'm not Now, we're not God. God mm-hmm. is ab- above, beyond anything we can ever think or imagine or anything. But in order for us to experience love, we cannot do that without evil. Yep. That there's no. is that. I hope that <laughs> makes sense. I mean, well, unfortunately, that's just.
1: It makes sense to be so aware of how good the love is because I feel like there's a difference in like the angels, like being able to see what's happening and them actually feeling it and experiencing it because really they're not going to feel and experience what we experience.
0: Yeah, well, they can't because they they don't know the power of forgiveness and love the way we do.
1: Because they just, that's, all they know is spiritual. All they know is where, you know, what they know. But we have been able to experience both spirit and flesh, both love and evil. Because we are
2: created in his image and his likeness. Well, they
0: they know good and evil probably on a greater scale than us. What they don't know is redemption and grace. Mm Mm-hmm because yeah, that was never bestowed to them and but I think pushing farther with this whole goodness and evil thing God did not create evil evil was never actually created it wasn't like God sit there and said I create evil today well I mean, it was chosen it was it was the disobedience was rebellion. but also I think it's important and then I don't want to I don't want to like I'm not trying to talk too much so I'll yeah. shut up in just a second but um, it's also important to note the that Satan did not create evil because Satan is not a creator, and we've got to stop putting him on a level of God in creation because he's not.
2: All right. Well, so you just said it right there. So if God didn't create evil, Satan didn't create evil. The same God's well, God. Yeah, he created everything. Well,
0: good and evil. But I don't
2: you see what I mean.
0: But God, like it's goodness. Necessary. Goodness wasn't something that God created. Goodness was something God was. Yeah. And evil is complete contradiction to good. Mm -hmm. So it's the opposite. But it wasn't like it wasn't a system that's created. It was disobedience that was chosen. If the disobedience was never chosen, evil never existed. So it's not like a created entity or even a created system. It's something that we chose not to do the the will of God. And Lucifer was the first one to do it. And he rebelled against him with one third of the angels. But Satan did not. Like this is the things that it's Saints really hard do what the Lord he can't him. create. Yeah, he can't create. Yeah. And God didn't create evil person. Well, the scripture talks about him creating. like he, he created the. He gave us the ability to choose. He could have stopped that like he could have stopped that completely. So but he's not like the I say it, Lincoln, in theology, we teach us he's not the doer of evil. He's the allower of evil. Now, right, evil...
2: There evil, was nothing made that was made that wasn't made yeah. by him.
0: But what I, what I think... It's for a purpose. But I don't think evil was made. That's what I think okay. I'm trying
2: to get to. Well, I, I'm with you, but it sure is here. It, oh, it is out.
0: here. It's a real deal. But it's and, here because uh, of our choices. Exactly. Because it's the evil. Right. It's the opposite. Now, is there spiritual? Th- well, even the even the fallen angels were not created to be bad. When they fell... That's what created demons.
2: Right. And my thing is this. Whether if if he didn't create it, Mm -hmm. then it doesn't exist. If it exists, God created it and God created it for a purpose and for his plan. And right in Genesis chapter four, uh, chapter uh, Genesis, chapter one, verse three and four. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. And God saw the light and it was good. And God divided the light from the darkness. Mm-hmm. Alright, so he hadn't created the moon and the sun and the stars yet, but that's another... <laughs> I don't even want to go there, because we'll be here forever, but I'm just saying right here, he divided the good from the darkness, or the light from the darkness right there. And that's as far as I'll go on this on this one, but I'm just saying uh, God... We're getting in the weeds, but the, without the evil, how, without my experiences of all the things that I went through, how would I know his goodness had I not experienced the, the things that I've experienced, the, the heartaches that I experienced, the, the, bad, the bad choices I made, you know what I'm saying, all the, all the evil things that I did and the wicked things that, I, that I've done and and experienced and and all these things had that not happened would i know the lord the way that i know it mm-hmm. what i would i turn to god the way that i am now you know it says tribulation brings repentance and you know without the tribulation how can you have tribulation if there's no evil mm-hmm. it's 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 part of the process. You know, I mean, it's just that's God's God is perfect Mm -hmm. and perfect in every way. He's he's outside our understanding. That's for sure. Yeah. You know, because to me, I'm with everybody else. Why can't we just do away with evil and just everybody just be good and everybody? Well, how good would that be if we didn't have nothing to compare it to? Mm It will just be what it'll be. Yeah. Where would the truth? Where where would truth come from, if there was not if there was not an alternative to truth? Mm-hmm. How why would we seek it? Why would it be so valuable? Why would wisdom be so valuable? Is, you know, when he tells us to search for wisdom and and and, and gain uh, out in which way? I, I digress. Well, no, I mean, <laughs> it's I, necessary. I think it's, it's necessary. Well. And yours is not for nothing. You know, like this man here, uh, it was not for nothing, this this blind man that was uh, blind from birth. He had a purpose and a plan, and God's glory was revealed in him. And Mm -hmm. that's, I believe, through this evil, God's glory shines through. Yeah.
0: And I would say evil is the result of sin.
2: Yes, 100%.
0: Because when sin was committed, evil was introduced at that point. Yes. Because that's whenever the fallen angels fell. They became demonic forces at that point. And there was rebellion. There was hatred. There was malice that's, that was released. curse The curse on the earth. All well, these things. All that
2: took place before sin because and, lust conceived us. Yes. And whenever it conceived, then sin. And, and because there's that temptation. There's that, sin, that
0: heart issue that's yep. going on. And... I think it's a big subject to talk about, and and the reason that I will talk about it every once in a while, I haven't got it all figured out. This is hard. Like, I mean, I'm not sitting here as an expert on this thing. I'm sitting here trying to think my way through it, just like everybody else is. But also, I I want us to stop giving Satan creative powers. He ain't got none. He don't have yeah. it. He is not God. We He's are, got
2: marching orders. That's all he's got. And and he and. Ins- and we always
0: have to remember that what he does is his submission submission he mm-hmm. can't operate outside of submission that's right you will never find in in scripture where he does no nope. and people try to make it says he does say it does but he doesn't No. Nope. like he when he went after Job everything he went after Job with he had to get permission yep he every had to go up there day, yep. and ask and every people, single time and actually I mean, I've been told by people well, that was a different story what. What what was the difference about Job? I am God. I change not. I change not. So if he had to get permission to attack Job, I think he has to get permission to attack Greg. Yep. And I and think. And so I don't think he goes and does things outside of the Lord's uh, knowing and the Lord's allowance. Now I do want to say this, and we got to go to break. I'm I keep going over my eight o'clock break. <laughs> I think there we always have to remember there is a distinctive difference between evil and judgment, though. Yes. Sometimes they look similar, mm-hmm. but they're not. Yep. Is that a fair statement, yep. Greg? Yes, I agree. And I think I because the difference between judgment and evil is an intent. Yep. And why it's happening. Yep. Because if when when God told Israel not to keep anything, no spoils, don't leave anything, it's not evil. It was judgment. Yep. And it was also protection for their own sake. Yep. There's he's saying if you start to interact with the other people of the earth, they're going to corrupt. Yep. Other idols, other. And what did happen to Israel? Exactly what he is he it? It was not evil. God <laughs> didn't do that because nope. he was evil. God was doing that because he was actually trying to protect his children. And um, and yet they couldn't hear it. And, and and it's all because and then people would actually say, well, God's just evil. God's never evil. God's always good. But he will judge because he is righteous. And there's going to come a day that there's going to be a great battle on the earth, and the Lord Himself is leading the charge, and He's not holding back. And there's going to be a lot of bloodshed that day, and not one time will He ever be evil.
2: Well, yep, ah, uh, yeah, yeah, He's coming, and He's going to overtake Him with the Word, hmm. the sword of His mouth. It says. Yep, yep. All right,
0: well, let's read our second trivia question of the morning. Actually, did we get an ace? We haven't got a first one, have we? All right, let's do our first one again. What did Elisha do to make an axe head float to the surface of the water? Two seven zero two five seven two six eight nine. We'll be right back here after the break on Morning's of Box Two Radio on the Box Two Radio Network. we are back here on this may the 11 2023 mornings of box 2 radio we have an answer for our trivia question miss carla nash it's really good to hear from you miss carla we sure missed you guys a lot and it's really really a blessed um, thing to hear from you guys hope you are well i saw on facebook where a kiddo wasn't feeling well the other day we'll continue to pray for them but Congratulations on getting the answer right, getting your name in for that drawing. Again, really good, really, really good to hear from you. And it was, he threw a stick into the water, 2 Kings 6, 4 through 7. So good stuff. I like it a lot. Um, Hannah said that Ethan had a question for us today, and um, it was, what is your favorite worship song and why? Um, well, everybody's well aware that Hallie Loves is not mine. <laughs> um, and we're well aware that Mary, did you know, is not Jason's, so we I can establish that was
2: his favorite. Mary, did you know? I, was I for think sure it's Jesus. Jason's take
0: the will as Jason's favorite.
2: Um, I
0: don't know what mine would be, so y'all are gonna have to give me a second to think about it. Hannah, do you know yours?
1: It was really hard, but I think that I would have to say worthy of it all.
3: Mm-hmm
1: because of just it i mean it's like straight from straight from scripture like and it's just singing to the lord and i was just trying to think of like one that i could probably just worship to if i had to choose one forever Mm -hmm. i think i could worship to that one
2: yeah all (laughs) right yeah yeah i'm terrible with names so i can't remember the names of the songs but you want me to sing it to you yeah no i do please just kidding not doing that uh i uh yeah i have several uh different ones speak to me differently depending on i guess maybe where i'm at maybe when it when i'm studying something something will be more per, profound to me uh, but uh i really uh god really loves us uh by crowder i think that one right there that's that you know what X goes over like right now that's in my head and it stays in my head a lot you know that god really loves us and mm-hmm. uh, i like that one pretty good but there's another one it's it's a newer one and I, I i don't have it all i don't know the name of it but you know when it comes on I, I can sing along with it but i don't know the words just yet but it's very it's it's real scriptural like what you're describing there and uh but i can't remember uh oh First things first. Yeah, we get uh, first things first. You know, basically letting, uh, just being real and getting, you know, getting, putting him first. You know, uh, I can't, uh, does that ring in a bell? Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, put the first things first? Uh, I
1: don't
2: know. Oh, okay. well, I'm sorry. I'm terrible. This is like names. I don't, <laughs> I'm not your guy. <laughs> I apologize. But yeah. I have a, I have a lot of different favorite songs it
1: I just know, depends. it was hard for me yeah. to pick one Yeah
2: Um,
0: I don't Mine would probably be Angus Dia um, I love that one Angus I always Beef? Angus Dia Agnes Dia Agnes, Agnes D. Agnes D. Or D.A. What D. or whatever it's called I don't even know how to say it, I just love the song holy? Yeah, Hallelujah
1: is uh, the Lord, God, um, yeah, the Lord God Almighty reigns. Yeah, oh yeah. Um, yeah. Holy yeah, love that one. is the Lord God mm. Almighty. Worthy yeah. is the Lamb. Because yes. yeah. that's
0: just a
2: worship. Oh yeah, I mean, there's nothing but worship in it.
0: Yeah. yeah, I like
1: that one too. You
2: know, and it, 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 while we're talking about songs, Cutlass. Now it's a it's a more of a rock style Christian band, but. Man, they he, he quotes scriptures in his songs a lot of them. Like take me into take the me holy Take me into the Holy of Holies. Mm. I like that one a lot. Man, that's 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 a good one.
0: Yeah. hmm. Um Joey Sauce get, sent me a uh Consumed by Fire, First Things First. He said That's eaten. it that's is that what it is? Yeah. yeah all right. Yeah. Good job, Joey. Good stuff. Um I don't know if I've heard that. Oh Maybe yeah. I have. Heather yeah, says man. I hear all songs all the time and yeah, I just don't know the names. Uh jacob swift rick pino holies our king and jason crab through the fire now my favorite worship song is the agnes dia whatever y'all mm-hmm. call it i don't know i just like it yeah. uh, my favorite southern gospel song is pretty much anything that comes out of the craft family's mouth um <laughs> but actually i don't know southern gospel song probably my cries have awoken the master mm. is probably my favorite southern gospel song yeah. there is and then my favorite bluegrass song is any any song where they don't sing and they just play. Huh. Uh, <laughs> I like also banjo. really banjo, also banjo, really, yeah.
1: really love Revelation song.
0: Yeah. That was lo- yeah. really, really powerful. No, I don't know my favorite what's bluegrass one, song. What's the
2: Revelation song? Uh,
1: yeah. Worthy is the Lamb who was slain, holy, holy is he. Holy, holy, holy yes. is the Lord God Almighty. Yes, yes, who was and one. is and is to come. come.
2: Can I just let let paint a wide brush? I have a lot of favorites. That's what I'll do. Whichever one uh, speaks to me is my favorite mm-hmm. at the time. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like—I don't know—I love bluegrass music. I love southern gospel. I love worship, contemporary. I can worship about anything. It don't bother me, um, but I do. I just think
1: there's certain worship songs though that are more powerful because the words are straight scripture or straight like holy, holy are you, Lord. Like worshiping the way that the angels are worshiping in heaven right now. true praise song. And the way that we will worship him forever. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And I think that is, I mean, I think the Lord knows your heart and whatever you're worshiping to, if you're worshiping him in spirit and in truth, it's going to please him. But I think there's something about that raw, holy, Like literally just worshiping him because he's holy, not for anything that he can do for you, not because he's this or he's that or he's doing that for you or, you know, because he he knows that he has power. He knows he knows that. But to have, you know, to have gratitude for us to have gratitude for what he's done for us and to acknowledge his holiness and pray, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, there's a difference in those types of worship songs. So,
0: yes. um. Jacob Swift said something, and me and Jacob finally agree. Um, he loves C.C. C. Winans, wine or whatever. Uh, I don't go with names. I don't listen to a lot of music, so if people if people think I listen to them, I don't. Um, if I have AirPods on, 98% of the time I'm listening to a sermon. I got you. Um, but I do think probably the best – you hate to classify splitters. splitters. But I do think the best worship leader in America right now, hands down, is Natalie Grant. I don't know if you can beat her, with an anointing, with talent, sound, anything that comes out of her mouth, is just raw goosebumps. Yeah. Take me up into the heavens. does she
2: saying? I don't even know. Oh had, gosh, I mean, I she just she... sings with everybody. <laughs> like, oh, okay.
0: Um, Heather and Breck went not too long ago to a con- her her worship nights in Melan mm-hmm. Green, but. Um, she sang Worthy with Mavericks. I mean, she sang, what is it, song? You know, um,
2: Gratitude with Maverick City, not Brandon Lake, the other day. Uh, I want to go. I want point this out, too. You know, when you talk about praying without ceasing,
3: mm-hmm.
2: you know, when you're listening to worship music and you're worshiping, that's praying. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? People, mm-hmm. they, uh, we had this conversation before, and this just kind of come back to me on this, you know, uh, you know and being in co- uh, conversation with the Lord, well, when you are when it's not just background noise playing whenever you're into it and you're listening and you're worshiping that's that's uh, that's praying you know you're communicating with god you are sharing your praise to him you know uh if it's true i mean uh or at least that's the way for me i'm assuming it's it's I'm, you know, I, I guess it's the way yeah. everybody. Does. I'm not against yeah. worship music. I don't yeah. want that. Oh, yeah. Just, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I know. I'm just, I'm just talking about. You know, I was just wanting people to know that when they have their worship music on, and they are singing along and they're feeling these, you know, that 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 uh, they are communicating with the Lord. It's a know? form of prayer. Yeah, it's a form sure. of prayer. You know, an and adoration. Uh, yeah, and it's uh, uh, and and He uh, inhabits our praises. And what is praise and worship? <laughs> Praise and worship, you know, and uh, that's why whenever you're doing that and you really focus on him, these songs speak to you because he's speaking to you. Yeah, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? He inhabits our praises. So whenever we're praising him, he feels this. We can feel his presence come upon us. And then what? (sighs) You know, I've experienced a lot of things. Yeah, Uh, I've I've experienced a lot of things, but there is nothing, no experience to compare. To the presence of the Lord, you know, That's being right. just filled and and just completely moved by the by the Spirit of the Lord. There's nothing on this earth that that can compare.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My yeah. my phone's flying off the handle. Um,
1: <laughs> uh, Mary said that hers is "Child, Your cries Or, "Cross" have awoken mm, the Master too. It's no, awesome.
0: That is a good one. Uh, I love that song. Jacob says Brandon Lake. He's great. Missy Edwards. Her. her If you've never listened to early stuff from Misty Edwards, oh, yeah. Early Misty
1: Edwards and also Stephanie Gretzinger. Yeah. Mm.
0: Um, Now, anointed. Her early. I I find this a lot. I like the earlier stuff of a lot of people than the later. Um, Nikki Mathis, too. She's kind of like, we know her but a lot of people don't know her. her early stuff is really really good too. Um Jason Upton's early I don't know any of these Before I mean, I'm anything sure I heard a song. Anything Upton before like 2008 2010 I find absolutely amazing. Um I could worship to about any of it. It's it's so good and he he's great on that. Um <clears throat> She says, that's mine too, because in that song it says, he knows your voice. When I think about that, that is really awesome. There are millions of people all over the world, yet he knows my voice. Whew, glory. Wow. Um, then a listener, I feel like we need to do this. I don't want to leave the conversation of worship songs too early, but I think it's a good verse. It has to be, Yeah. he's going back to the evil thing. Yeah, let's go back to that. In Isaiah 45, verse 7, and I, I think this is a verse that needs some context, Um, When it comes to worship, Holy Spirit is an amazing song. Yes. Holy Spirit, you're welcome here. Yes. I love that. I ain't Uh, singing it, but I can say the lyrics. Um, Isaiah 45, verse 7. I form the light and create darkness. I make peace and create evil. I, the Lord, do all these things. See? He did create it. I will say this, though. That word in the Hebrew... Can you look yours up? You have the oh, interlinear yeah. Isaiah forty-five seven. Isaiah if 45? I'm not mistaken, what page is that on? Uh, three <laughs> one thousand. It's kidding. it's 20. on scrolling page thirty-seven hundred for me, yeah. uh, and so Isaiah forty-seven. Isaiah forty-five verse seven. Okay. 45. And if I'm not, I'm, I want to see what that word evil here is because, in almost all the new translation, it is it is sin. You're thinking sin. It's it's actually translated. Calamity or okay. chaos, and I'm just curious of what the interlinear in your All Bible would say because right. so you have it in the back.
2: 74 51.
0: Please hold. I miss my Bible like that. I gave it away to. I gave it away. Um, i might have to get me another one, and so because I do, I do enjoy that interlinear part of that Bible. Um,
2: Thank you very much for that.
0: Talk. Well, well. I'm not doing it. I'm not I trying know. to let my I left know. hand. I know. I know. I just bought myself another Bible, so I gave that one away, and then I bought myself another Bible, yeah. and the Lord told me to give that one away. So I'm at this point now. I may just stop buying Bibles because I just keep giving them away before I can even enjoy them. <laughs> They're not even broken in. I don't even have them broken in.
1: What is that Bible called?
0: Um, the keyword, his Bible. Oh, yeah, it's the sure keyword. It's I really got, good.
2: Yeah, I got it from Brother Ron. I don't know how many years ago now. Um,
0: they only they keyword make keyword study Bible. Uh-huh. And it gives you the Hebrew and the Greek interlinear on it. You can just look it up in the back. But okay, wow,
2: so this has got a long. It is a lot. Probably. There's a, there's a lot in here, but let's just read. Let's see. Uh, it's urah is is the Hebrew word.
0: Uh, is it urah? Uh, is there a bad ch bad or at I'm, the
2: bottom? I'm sorry. Is there a ch at the end? Is it? Now there's an AH, raha. Yeah, know, uh, that's, that is the adjective ag- or noun. Uh, uh, I, <laughs> I am not this guy for this, but, anyways, <coughs> I'll go in. Uh, I think you're doing fine. Yeah, bad uh, or evil, or let's see, adversely, affliction, bad, calamity. There's yeah. your calamity. Displeased, distressed, evil, exceedingly great grief, harm, heavy heart. I mean, it, it goes on. You want me? I mean, we, Mark is basically Noisum, I mean, they have so many. You know, what I'm saying there's several. Yeah. yeah. But what you're saying is in there. You was talking about well, it being this.
0: I think what he's talking about in the context of that, though.
2: Well, and that's fine. And, I, and that's and, and I'm yeah. uh, for contextual purposes. I'm with you on that. You know, but what I want to say is this. If it's here, it didn't it didn't appear yeah. by itself. God created it.
0: Yeah. And and I think though like I'm Maybe just I'm just byproduct. trying I'm dealing with this one for but, the listener right and, and in in the contextualization right. of Isaiah 45.
2: Well, I, what I want to get to is this uh, is evil itself. It is necessary because <clears throat> it's part of God's plan. Does He like it? No, He hates it. Mm-hmm. He hates it. But it, if if He didn't create it, it would not exist mm-hmm. because nothing was made that was made yeah. by Him.
0: So. And and I would probably word it a little bit different on my end because yeah. this is fun. This is the stuff. That, yeah, this is the kind of stuff I think me and Greg love to do because <laughs> uh, yeah. we love to iron sharpens iron. Yeah, I think on my end I would use the words
2: a byproduct of uh, his creation. Well, he a allowed
0: byproduct. it to exist. There you go. He allows yep. it to exist, and he allows it to exist for his purposes. Yeah, and his and but he is still sovereign over it. Yeah
2: um he does, and i think sovereignty is misconfused on doing and allowing. Let me ask you this. If he allows it to exist, uh it has to it has to exist in order for him to uh, in order for him to allow you to partake of it of evil. You understand what i'm saying? Just like Satan has no power other than he's got to go to God. Hey God, hey, I really want to mess with this guy. Can I go and do this? You mm-hmm. see what i'm saying? So if if he hadn't created it, it would not exist. It has a purpose, you know. The purpose it is is there, to for God's plan. Mm-hmm. And God's plan is perfect, and it, and it, it's just like our solar system. Uh, I'll explain it this way: our solar system, we 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 go around the. I'm sure Brother Bjork will straighten me out tomorrow, but whatever. <laughs> anyway, we we were around the sun. Everything revolves around this and this and this. If one little thing gets out of whack at whatever, you know, one one aspect gets out of whack, the whole thing is out. You know what I'm saying? Like we're, if we move too close to the sun, we burn up. We knew, if we move farther away, we freeze to death. Mm-hmm. It's perfect. It's his plan. If anything is not there, the plan doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And without evil, God's plan doesn't work. Yep. And well, he's God perfect. Well, God
1: gave us free will so that yep. we would choose him.
2: Exactly so we have to have, we have a, choice. a choice
1: so that we can choose him and then that's a different form of love like that's yep. truly loving god yep. if we're choosing him so it's a purpose and also he um in ephesians it says that he knew us before the foundations of the world i believe that's how it's said. Uh, yep. i might be saying that wrong i just found it earlier yeah um And I think I just keep throughout this whole conversation, I just keep thinking like, okay, what's the main takeaway? Like what's what's the important part of this? Like what's the key part of all of this His love for us. But it really is his love for us, because if he wouldn't have if he wouldn't have allowed this evil to happen, then how would we be here? Like he could have just like banished Satan immediately and he could have just kept things going how they were and then. None of us would have been born, you Mm -hmm. know, but like he had a plan for like everyone who who comes into this world and like he loves us enough. He loved us enough to send Jesus and then he loves us enough to allow us to go through these things so that we have a chance in this world to to come to him and choose him.
2: Yep. Mm -hmm. Because if evil wasn't a choice. We're just robots. Mm -hmm.
0: And yeah, I mean. All that, I mean, I agree 100% with what you guys are saying on that. And I think that, I think this whole question is multifaceted because I think it feeds a lot of different streams. It does. And I think it depends on what stream you want to go with to determine what the main takeaway is. Um, For for instance, like, I know people use this conversation to blame God for being evil. Mm -hmm. And... And that's why I think that the distinction of really what God's doing in the midst of this conversation of evil is very important, okay. because if if we if we say this to the fullest extent, then God's the one that's starving to death a hundred, hundreds of thousands of people every day. Like, nope. he's not. No, he's, he's the allower of it. Can he stop it? Of course he could stop it, but there's a greater plan. But here's
2: that. the thing: all that's going on. But if you, if you, his word is true. And if you do his word, you will not be a part of that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You, uh, he, he will make a way for yeah. you to get out of there. He's done it time after time after time when we turn and seek the Lord. Now, it's easy for me to sit here and say this because I'm not starving. You know what I'm saying? So sure. I don't want to be, uh, like, you know, whatever. But I, I do believe his word to be true. And time and time again, these people uh, that have whatever it is that they're dealing with, when they finally give it to the Lord, he makes a way. You know, uh, and I'll go back to talking about starving. uh, Elijah and the lady and her son, you know, she's going to, they was in a drought, and they had enough meal for one little cake, and they're going to eat it and die. She's going to rub two sticks together that's pretty that's pretty bleak future right there well she trusted the lord and she gave what little she had to the man of god and god delivered Mm -hmm. so yeah but we're running out of time well
0: yeah this is a conversation that will probably continue in tomorrow because i know we have richard heath coming on today he's running for the commissioner of the agriculture department and um and so this may be a discussion about the yeah to travel on a little bit because I think there's a lot to this discussion. Oh, yes, for sure. And um, even to the extent of some things in this world are not happening because proactively God's making them. Some of them are happening because of the curse that's fallen on because of man's choices. Yes. Yeah. And so. He
1: gave the choice, So, but how is it God's fault if we choose it? You yeah. know, like God isn't ma- like afflicting everybody. Like he gives us a choice so that we don't have to go through those things. Yeah. So that's how I don't see how someone could say, well, God, well, why well, would God – you know do all this this is
0: apologetics this is what we're doing here's
2: another thing too you know the person people do bad things to people all right and a person chooses to do evil to another person is that person choosing to do evil to that person and this person who's the evil is being done to may be in a situation where there's no way out for them Mm -hmm. you see what i'm saying and this is this what I want to go back to I want to take away because you know this speaks to so many people Happened when they was you know uh, in their past and things beyond their control and it, that they didn't want to happen has happened you know and, and it's not that God it's because that person chose to do evil and that person chose to do the, those things That's not God choosing to do this to you. That was that person choosing to do evil to you. And what God wants to do is deliver you from the bondage that that has bestowed on you and take that bondage and stand on it and carry that to show others, to pull them out so that they're not bound. Well, very good stuff. We're going to take a break here. We'll be right back here
0: after the break with more on Mornings of Box 2 Radio on the Box 2 Radio Network. We we are back here this morning. Thank you all so much for tuning in. What a great morning. Not enough time um, for us to get everything that needs to be said said, but we Amen. will continue this talk and uh, stuff, continue to move. Right now we have Mr. Richard Heath on the phone with us. He is running for the commissioner of the Department of Agriculture in the state of Kentucky. How are you doing, sir? Hey,
4: good morning.
0: It is a great joy to have you on. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day in the campaign trail to come on and share with the listeners some of what your policy, what your platform is, um, what your heart is, and why you decided to run for the Commissioner of Agriculture in the state of Kentucky.
4: Yeah, thank you. I appreciate you having me on. Um, I'm running for Commissioner of Agriculture to be Commissioner of Agriculture. Mm -hmm. This, This is not a stepping stone or a platform to prepare me for a higher office. I want to be commissioner of agriculture, and I bring a lifetime of experiences to the race. Um, I grew up on a farm. I get asked that all that question all the time, are you a farmer? And yes, I grew up on a farm with four brothers, four sisters. Uh, they had worked public work and had a hog operation, a fair-to-finish operation. We raised corn. We raised the garden. So I uh, enjoyed growing up in, in the country life. After uh, graduating high school, I've raised corn, soybean, sweet, and tobacco put myself through college at Murray State University and earned a master's degree in agriculture. I would uh, take morning classes and get back home, get on the tractor, put out a crop. And um, after graduating college, I became manager of the Southern States Co-op Store there in Mayfield uh, for Craves County and surrounding area. So there's where I learned the ag business side of agriculture, um, working with board members, employees, preparing a budget for a multi-million dollar company and then um, after 15 years of that I wanted to be in business for myself my oldest brother was decided to sell his business and retire uh, he had built up a, a barn building business and a trust plant so I took out a loan bought his business in 2000 so for the last 22 plus years I've been a small business owner and we build pole barns all over western Kentucky and manufacture trusses that we use in our buildings and sell to other contractors. So I have the small business um, experience as well. And then in 2000, I decided to run for the legislature. I'm the first Republican to ever hold uh, House District Seat too. Graves County had always been known as a Democratic stronghold. I was able to break through that uh, flipped that seat to Republican. And, uh, then in 2015 or 17, after the house flipped in 16, I became chair of the house agriculture committee. So I have farm experience, ag business experience, small business owner, legislative. I've worked with commissioner Quarles seven of his eight years moving legislation through Frankfurt. And, and that's my, uh, the life experiences that I want to bring to work for the Commonwealth of Kentucky and the department of agriculture.
0: And the department of agriculture is a lot bigger than just per se farming. You're, you're going to be that, that person has to deal with things like pesticides and applications and, and things along those streams too. So where do you think we need to go in the state of Kentucky to help our farmers achieve? Because it's a huge part of our economy, but also how do we continue to stay safe? How do we, Um, decipher through what is appropriate for our crops do we you know how do do you work with the fda like how does this work as a department of agriculture commissioner
4: yeah i appreciate that the department of agriculture employs approximately 200 people has an 86 million dollar budget and they are to some extent a regulatory agency um designed to uh protect citizens um when I I'll give you some examples, when I managed the Southern State store, the Department of Agriculture would send um, people down to check our seed to make sure that the germination on the seed was good, make sure our tags weren't out of date, that we weren't selling seed that was held over from last year, you know, that mm-hmm. maybe wasn't up to up to par. Uh, check our scales. We sold bulk fertilizer, so they would check the scales to make sure that. Uh, Farmers were getting the proper amount of fertilizer, and then um, they they also do that for the check the, the scales even at Kroger or Walmart when you buy bulk items and you put it on the scale the way the Department of Agriculture is tasked with making sure those scales are accurate. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, the veterinarian program, the state vets, are under the Department of Agriculture, which deals with our animal health. And uh, we just hired a new state uh, vet. So uh, he he actually hasn't even had a chance to um, take over the the job yet. They just made the announcement here the other day. Um, Your fuel pumps, next time you fill your car up with gas or your truck, if you haven't noticed, there's a sticker on the pump that says inspected by the Kentucky Department of Agriculture, Commissioner Quarles. And... um, so that's just some of the things, amusement rides, um, lots of things the Department of Agriculture is involved in. The uh, on, on the farming side of it, we're there to protect farmers, like I said, make sure they're not getting ripped off. Um, but we also want to stay out of their way and let them farm. The, the guys that are out there farming every day, they know their operation. Uh, They're constantly trying to figure out what can I do better, um, where can I cut expenses, how can I increase production and get the best return on my investment. So the Department of Agriculture is there to assist but stay out of the way and let them farm. Uh, They they know what they're doing, and we don't want to get in their way, but we do want to be there to help Mm -hmm. uh, when called upon.
0: Amen. Well, I know that we have a pretty um, important date coming up Tuesday, which is the primary in the state of Kentucky, and they're open. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, courthouses should be opening today for early voting. Is that correct?
4: That's correct. there will be early voting today, tomorrow, and Saturday. And then uh, there won't be any voting Monday because they'll have to set up the voting machines out in the precincts. Um, But... uh, then Tuesday will be open all day like our normal voting days that we've been accustomed to.
0: hmm Yes. Um, so let's share a little bit more. Um, you know, I, I think that with farming especially, farmers know what they're doing. And you said something, I think, a minute ago that's very strategic and very important. You were like... To an extent, you want to be there to protect them, make sure they're not getting ripped off, but you also want to let them do their job. So how does the government, or how would you as commissioner, how would, let's say that, how would you as commissioner let the farmers do their job, but also protect them in the process?
4: So I'll give you some examples. I mentioned that I had a chair of the House Agriculture Committee, and I've worked with Commissioner Quarles seven of his eight years as commissioner, moving legislation through Frankfurt. Mm -hmm. So the Commissioner of Agriculture, we'll we'll just use Commissioner Quarles as the example, Uh, working with his staff at at KDA, they would bring over to the legislative branch issues that they see needs to be changed, that they've uncovered or run across. Farmers have brought it to their attention. Um, Then on the legislative branch, my side, we would draft legislation and start the process of changing laws that were adversely affecting farmers. Or, or maybe it was something as simple as uh, uh, we, we revamped uh, the grain bill. Uh, the grain bill was set up to uh, protect farmers if an elevator goes bankrupt. Farmers who have grain stored there, there's an the insurance fund that makes sure the farmers get paid for their grain. Uh, it, it needed some tweaking. It had gotten outdated. So uh, that was one example. The pesticide bill uh, had not been touched in the decades, and it had become a little bit antiquated. So working with uh, Commissioner Quarles and his team, we went through and, and modernized the pesticide bill. Uh, that, that's a couple of examples of how the Commissioner of Agriculture can work with the legislative branch to improve agriculture. So having served there, 2013 was my freshman year. Uh, I have a good rapport in Frankfurt with both House and Senate members. Uh, so as Commissioner of Agriculture, I could bring over our requests, our needs, what we see needs to be changed, um, and, and work with the legislative body on getting getting that passed.
0: So um, we just have a a couple more minutes here. How how would you work across the board? I know, like Department of Agriculture, may be a little bit different than you know what you were doing in the legislature. But um, how do you continue to work across the board in just the last couple minutes here to bring the different sides of the aisle together so that we can have the most productive economy and safe farming possible for the state of Kentucky? I've
4: often said the. The um, chair of, of the House Agriculture Committee, the Agriculture Committee, if there's such a thing as a nonpartisan committee in Frankfort, the Agriculture Committee is it. Because uh, when we go into committee to hear legislation, we're thinking, what can we do to help out uh, Kentucky Ag, and it's not about Republican and Democrat. Mm-hmm. So we have a, a lot of members that that want to be on the depart- uh, be on the uh, Agriculture Committee. For that reason, uh, we don't go in there arguing and bickering and, and having uh, this divisive conversations. We go in there to agree on what we need to do. And I, I've enjoyed chairing that committee for the last uh, seven years. And um, as you know, the chair gets to decide which legislation moves forward and which legislation doesn't. And, and we get along. We have a good rapport. Uh. On that committee and uh, and I would just continue to work uh, when, when it comes to making agriculture better it's not Republican it's not Democrat it, it's about what's good for Kentucky mm-hmm. and I enjoy that part of it
0: amen amen well just in the last minute or two um, you can just you know whatever you want to say to the listeners that are potential voters in the next couple sure. of days um, you'll have just a minute or two to do that if that's okay
4: Yeah, that's fine. I appreciate that. I've listed my uh, life experiences that I bring to the race. Something I didn't talk about was uh, uh, Commissioner Quarles and I both ran for this office in 2015. We had a really close primary. I got 91,200 votes. He got 92,600 votes, and uh, so I lost the statewide race by three-quarters of 1%. So I've waited eight years for him to finish his two terms. It's an open seat, and I'm going again. And um, I asked the the people that supported me in 2015 to remember me and, you know, bring a friend with you to the voting booth. uh, uh, I'm running for this office, like I said, to be Commissioner of Agriculture. This is not a stepping stone to prepare me for another office. I really want to be Commissioner of Agriculture. And the individuals have an opportunity to vote for experience, or they can vote for youth but those two don't come in the same package. Uh, I have a lifetime of experience that I bring to the race uh, to serve the citizens of the Commonwealth and the Commissioner of the Department of Agriculture.
0: Well, thank you so much, sir, again, for taking time out of the day to come on and be with us. We appreciate you, um, wish you well, and praying for God's will to be done in this next election.
4: Amen. Thank you for having me.
0: Thank you. You have a blessed day. We'll hear from you soon.
4: Thanks.
0: Thank you. All righty. That is, again, um, Brother Mr. Richard Heath running for the Commissioner of Agriculture in the state of Kentucky. Well, Brother Greg, we have a few more minutes, just a few more minutes. Uh, Is there anything else you want to add to this conversation? Uh Not so much on the Department of Agriculture. I'm talking about the conversation on evil.
2: Oh, I mean, I, th- I think we, I think, <laughs> I think we, uh, pretty well, we covered quite a bit there, but what I want to talk about is this, you know, what started the conversation was this man was at the gate mm-hmm. and he, you know, and Jesus stopped and he, and, and he made him whole. You know what I'm saying? He, he washed him. Uh, uh, I said, wash, in a go wash and a pool of Silo and, uh, any which way. So. He'd been, uh, let's see, let me read, let me just reread it here. Neither has this man sinned nor his parents, but that the works of God should be made manifest in him. You know, so here he was. He's he's been blind. You know, all this time, and he's sitting there. Uh, well, I said he's at the gate. Is he at the gate? Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm getting mixed up with the, this, but. The things about it is, who sinned to make him this way? And God said, some things was just for the glory of God. Mm -hmm. You know, why do bad things happen to good people? We don't know. Mm -hmm. We don't know why these things happen to good people. We we really, you know, some things happen for the glory of God. Some things happen, bad things may happen to certain people. God has made this purpose. Person for such a time as this to overcome and to carry that burden for others, so that they can overcome. They can't may not be able to do it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. To give, uh, to give encouragement uh, and to uh, to help us. You know, I I don't think that that my experiences that I went through was for vain. You know, I don't think it was in vain. I believe it was all uh, an outlook that the lord wanted me to have to talk about yeah. how he delivered me and how he brought me through all these things and and i believe that each situation if we turn to the lord and we seek him i believe that would go, that would fall on everybody's situation mm-hmm. i don't you know the things that we suffer you don't let those go in vain i believe that's a choice we have to either be ground to pieces or be broken to pieces and let him rebuild us. Mm -hmm. Or ground to powder, I'm sorry, ground to powder or be fall on a rock and be broke to pieces so that he can put us back together.
0: Yeah. Yeah, don't, I want to like, you know, it's, don't waste things that's happened in your life. Yeah. Don't let them define you, but let them develop you. Let them. Don't let
2: it go in vain.
0: Yes. And, you know, it's, uh, there was a politician one time that said, don't waste a crisis. <laughs> All right. I disagree with their mindset of why they were saying it. Yeah. Because they were doing it for political advantage and they were doing it for their yeah. own vainglory. We're not saying that. What we are saying is don't pretend like the things that you went through in your life doesn't matter or they were just chance. The Lord allowed them there for a certain reason and they're there to develop you they're not there to define you. Um they're they're, they're they are there as notches on your staff, your shepherd staff that remind you of the of the pinnacles that God's brought you through, brought you out of um,
2: cuz he can deliver you. Yes, he can. And he will deliver you if yes. you seek seeking.
0: Yes. And even sometimes like I know in my own when I was younger, I had something happen to me when I was 15 years old a sickness. Nobody knows what it was, to this day nobody knows what it was. What they what never diagnose it. It's it's a lot there. <laughs> um that that Just explains kidding. a lot of things. <laughs> um and so well, I wasn't saved. I wasn't born again. I had no interest in God. I was fifteen years old. My platelet level, my blood was like in the teens when it's supposed to be six or seven digits. It's in the teens. I think it's supposed to be six digits somewhere in there. Whoa. And I like they basically said if I had got a paper cut, I could have died. And nobody knew what was going on in my blood. And my grandma started to pray. I didn't know that until like three or four or five years later I was in a church service, she testified how she started to call churches and say, pray for my grandson, pray for my grandson, pray, pray, wow. pray. I went to the doctor one day after weeks of going back and forth, and it all started because I was catching in a baseball game, and I got hit in the head. And they swung, they that's missed. What, that, now, that is what That's happened. what happened. That explains a whole lot. <laughs> and so the next day I was still... I'm pretty sure I was still pretty concussed, yeah. and um, so we went to the doctor, and that's when they started to do the blood work, and yeah. this is when they found, found it. it. Yeah, and so I kept going back, doing a couple more things, and you know, I really felt like the Lord spoke to me a lot of issues on that and what happened. But really, I knew what was happening because I went back one day and everything was gone. I didn't know then, but I know now that the God was that God was protecting me because my grandma prayed, and and so even when I didn't know He was moving. He was moving. Oh, yeah. And even though that was a very scary time for us, looking back, it was a time that developed me. And I received a testimony from it that I didn't even know existed till three or four years later. Right. But yet it was God's goodness yeah. and God's grace. And I think that's what we're talking about. Never let something like that happen and say, well, it's no big deal. It is a very big deal. Yeah. Because God brought me through. Yeah. And even when I didn't know he was working, like that song says, Waymaker. Mm, yeah. He's yeah. working yep and so it's a beautiful thing
2: yeah there's uh you know i hear a lot of people uh that have overcome uh you know they may not know the lord but uh they they overcome cancer they they Mm -hmm. treatments and different things you know and and they give all the credit to you know whatever the circumstance was Mm -hmm. you know and uh and they don't know who god is you know and uh He's the giver of life, and he's the taker of life. He's the Almighty. You know, he, uh, uh, yeah. So I, I don't think that anyone can take life except God allow it. And that's a hard saying right there. But he has a purpose and a plan, and he says that every hair on our head is numbered. He knows the end from the beginning. hmm and yes uh, he does and you know everything happens is like what you were saying you know he's he has allowed this to happen Mm -hmm. one way or the other but our peace should not come from our circumstances if our peace is in our circumstances we are that tumbleweed that's just blowing around in the wind from the next highs or lows in our life you know the The love of God and a peace of God is beyond all understanding. So, regardless of the circumstances, we have peace and we have joy that only comes from the Lord. Mm-hmm. Regardless of what's going on around us, you know, uh, our our feelings uh, they uh, they are liars. You know, if if we go because. <laughs> how many times have you heard oh follow your heart it, well <laughs> the the lord says the heart is uh, of a man is deceitfully wicked uh and it took me a long time to realize that uh, and uh yeah mm-hmm. god is good and his his uh mercy is new every morning and his grace is sufficient mm-hmm. seek him early seek him early
0: well, we are on the way out. We have about five minutes left this morning and um, really enjoyed the conversation, had fun with it. John chapter nine, we got into John chapter nine and this is how really it all started with the, the blind man and uh, the religious people of the day. Was this was this the man's sin? Was it his parents' sin? And Jesus said, neither. neither. They didn't sin. It was really for the glory of God. Glory it was so not. that the works of God may be manifest. And, and I love it that the that jesus reminding us that everything in our life is not always happening because we was a failure or we brought it on yeah. and i think sometimes the enemy wants to convince us of that oh yeah um because then we'll leave then we'll live a life of guilt shame everything's my fault if i didn't do this and then we will live a life where there's no peace and rest he 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 the enemy loves to rip that away from him. it's just yeah. what you were saying brother greg and if he can keep us in this mindset of where we're constantly degrading ourselves, downplaying ourselves, um, and I'm not saying that we look in the mirror and say, "You are fantastic, you are great, you look beautiful today." <laughs> oh, I'm not
2: supposed to do that. Oh, well, man. brother Greg does it every morning,
0: uh, but but <laughs> no, you but you know only. that's not what I'm talking about. What I, what I am talking about though is stop putting yourself down so much and blaming the whole weight of the world on you because you are wonderfully and fearfully created in the image of Almighty God. And if he created you to have some kind of worth, he thinks he thinks enough of you that he sent his only son. Yep. And it's nothing about you. It's inherently what God's put in you. But let
2: I, the word pick you up.
0: Yes. Don't lay there. And um, and really. It, um, I want to say this now, I don't want to I don't want to come out wrong. <laughs> the days of self-pity in the church have to end. Yep. Is that okay? Is that is that is that is that yeah, permissible I mean, to say? You know,
2: and the thing is, it's it's okay to process a situation.
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: you know, but self pity, that's that that's how Satan he wants to he wants to keep you there. Yeah, um, and yeah. there's no growth.
0: There there's a time to grieve. There's a time to be upset, but that can't be forever. Yeah, and I'm I'm seeing people, and I'm I'm talking to people, and I'm. Mm-hmm. Working with people, like you know, on a on a level of like conversation and, and counseling, sometimes to the degree that they've been they have been they've been hurt by the church twenty five years ago, mm-hmm. and they're still not coming. Yeah, at that point, I don't feel like it's it's on anybody but them.
2: Yeah, it's and that's and that's where Satan wants you. He wants you separated from God, and whatever it takes, that's what he's going to do. Yes, and whatever. Whatever tactic he uses and it works, he's going to continue that. And it, but you have the power to overcome
0: by his grace, by his grace and his mercy and his mercy. And if we're allowing something to haunt us for 25 years, we sooner or later, allowing it, we we have to give it to him. Yeah. And at some point, it's like, it's it's almost a, not every case, but I think a lot of times it comes into self pity where woe is me, this has mm-hmm. happened, and I just want to carry this. Because then it becomes your crutch not to do anything, yeah. and it becomes your crutch not to grow, and no longer. A lot of times I found people's not even really hurt. It's just become their normal, their normal, and it's become their excuse. Yeah. It's become their excuse not to connect to a local body. It comes their excuse not to spiritually mature. Yeah. It comes their excuse, and so they have perverse language. But their excuse is they've been hurt, yeah. or they've been this, and. And Jesus said it himself, I have overcome the world, therefore you overcome the world. Amen. And we don't have to live in bondage. We don't have to live with sin. We don't have to live with hurt. We don't have to live with unforgiveness. The blood is enough and his grace is sufficient. And the power of the gospel is not just to get you to heaven, it's to
2: get the heaven into you. Amen. Amen. That's it right there. The kingdom of God is within you.
0: Yes. 100%. Feel it. Well, we're out of time. Yep. Um we did not have enough time to cover everything we wanted to today. We didn't get to the blasphemy of the Holy Spirit we were going to talk about brother Greg. But I thought it was good. I yep. enjoyed this morning. Thank you so much. Um we've had a lot of people enjoying you being on on Thursday. So thank you for taking time out of your Thursday mornings to come
2: on. Well, we I really appreciate, appreciate it. Uh I appreciate being here. I, it this helps me too you know i like these conversations you know these conversations it's it's iron sharpening iron and that's uh, i I really enjoy that
0: well i we really enjoy you being on so we'll be back here tomorrow 7 a.m central time i think it's brother gerald and brother denny's morning to be on with us so they'll be with us tomorrow morning so we'll be back here tomorrow 7 a.m central time here on mornings of box two radio on the box two radio network